From finance and commerce, this is Beyond the Skyline, a podcast about economic development, commercial real estate, and construction in Minnesota. In each episode, you will meet business leaders, builders, entrepreneurs, and big thinkers. I'm David Bolander, editor of Finance and Commerce. Thanks so much for joining me. Beyond the Skyline is sponsored by Ironmark Building Company. Whether it's a new luxury apartment building in the North Loop or expanding the community in the suburbs, Ironmark builds quality projects for discerning clients. Ironmark's foundation is built on a culture of collaboration with clients and projects that stand the test of time. Talk to Ironmark's award-winning team about your next construction project today. Go to ironmarkbuildingco.com. In this episode, Baya Blanchett, the new CEO at HGA Architects and Engineers, talks to FNC reporter Brian Johnson. Blanchett discusses her past work, her new position, and the outlook for the architecture engineering sector this year. All right, pleased to be joined by Maya Blanchett, um, new CEO at HGA Architects and Engineers right here in Minneapolis. Um, Maya, thanks for joining me today. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, is it is it warm there in St. Paul? Are you you in St. Paul right now? I is it no. Warm? We're in Minneapolis. In Minneapolis. In the in the North Loop. Yeah. Yeah. It's like crazy kind of strange yeah. warm here in Ridgefield where I'm where I am uh sitting right now. So um Yeah. It's weird. It it is weird. Um but anyway, hey, uh thanks thanks for joining me. And um I wonder I guess um before we get started talking about your new role with HGA, congratulations on that, by the way. Thank you. I wonder if you could just talk a little bit about yourself and how you got into this business. Uh what inspired you to become an architect? Um it's one of those things that you wanted to do since you were a kid or did it kind of come to you later in life? Um, how did that play out? Yeah. Uh, great question. I, I am honored to, um, have been appointed as HGA CEO, uh, just last week. I've been on the job about two and a half days so far. Um, I am one of those people who has always wanted to be an architect. Um, where did the inspiration come from, you know, my mom was an elementary school teacher and we had graph paper on the kitchen counter and we loved to draw floor plans. And anyone who came over, we would say, draw a floor plan. And um, it was just one of these things that I never really uh, thought, thought any other way about it. Um, then I was in architecture school and one of my teachers said, you know, you have to really love buildings. And that's kind of stuck with me, you know, and I thought to myself, you know, I do love buildings. And um, if you don't love buildings, do not be in this profession. <laughs> so um, loving buildings does does help. I guess um, one thing that has inspired me to stay an architect is, you know, the incredible variety of activities that we get to do and the tangible results a built physical thing is an incredible um, a reward and uh, the incredible people that um, I've met and interacted with 
um, along the way here. So that I guess that's what's kept me in there. I have been at HGA for 35 years. <laughs> You're going to say that? It sounds like you joined HGA pretty much right out of college. Is that right? Uh, in college. I was a student at the University of Minnesota, and it was my part-time internship job. Nice. Yeah. Well, you've got me beat. I've only been at my job here for almost 26 years now. <laughs> so congrats. That's that's quite a run, 35 yeah. years. Um, and it looks like just looking at your bio, you've worked on some pretty cool projects through the years. And I want to ask you about that. And one, I guess one project in particular is the uh, state capital renovation. Yeah. And that was, I... I wrote a number of articles about that when that project was happening. And I know it was challenging and a very complex project. Yeah. What do you remember most about working on, on that project? Oh gosh. Um, you know, you start digging into, I, I think there's so many memories. I mean, it really is the project of a lifetime for, for so many of us, including all the crafts people that were, that were out there working on that job. Um, you, the memorable part is, you know, the fact that it was like a decade. <laughs> and another memorable part is um, once you start digging in, the the things you discover, you know, inside those walls and the things that reveal themselves on a, on a daily basis that you try to anticipate, but boy, there's some mysteries buried in there. And then how do you react as a team? Uh, the other super memorable part is um is weaving in all the necessary engineering so this was a hga architects and engineers you know and, and historic preservationists and uh just finding the super creative ways to fit those huge ducts in there and really retrofit those like fixtures to you know that place used to be dark and uh how do you match the aesthetic be historically accurate and bring the amount of light um, in there, you know, among other, among thousands of other uh, challenges. But, um, yeah. and I guess what I, what I really remember is the party afterwards, <laughs> <laughs> the weekend long um, celebration. Uh, we're all, you know, um, citizens of the state of Minnesota were invited and it was a really great um, celebration of the people's house. Mm-hmm. Well, it turned out beautifully. So congrats on that and to the whole project team. Um, so you've been with HGA 35 years and yes. tell us about kind of your, I guess, how, how you progressed, um, sure. through the ranks there, um, and, and kind of what you did most recently, um, before taking on the role of CEO. Sure. Um, so I started there as a second year, started here as a second year architecture school student. And on my first day, um, my supervisor said, I think we'd have you build a model. We, we'd like you to build a model. And I said, uh, no, that sounds too hard. I thought that sounded too hard. And she said, okay, well, how about we just get you going on some drawings? On, on day one here. And then I went on to build like hundreds of models. But anyway, it sounded a little too hard for me on that first day. Mm. But, uh, you know, HGA really uh, does believe in uh, the physical models. We have a great model shop here. I spent a bunch of years in it. Um, great way to visualize and, and get your hands on the shape that the 
um, that the building is going to take. I was a technical project architect for years. Um, Great thing about HGA is having the in-house engineers. So I would go down to where the engineers are and um, just soak it in. And they are great teachers. I learned so much from working um, elbow to elbow with with the engineers. And I still I still thank them for that. Um, so then I turned into a project manager, managing engineers, managing architects, managing interior designers, bringing it all together, uh, project after project. Then I grew into being a principal. Um, finding work, putting teams together, delivering the work. And um, that was in our, what we called at the time, our corporate group. And then we added the government and public to that group. So I was a principal in our public corporate group and then became the market sector leader of our public corporate group, which was across country, uh, leading teams um, coast to coast and getting them to um, knit their efforts together to really work together as a team. So. We uh, we grew we grew that group quite a bit over the last uh, eight years or so. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, how do your day to day duties change now? I know you're only a few days into the job, but <laughs> what has changed now since you've taken on this new role? Oh well, um, we have a wonderful um, up and running executive management team that I'm now the the newcomer too. So lucky for me, they've all been doing this. So this is the uh, chief operating officer and, you know, HR and legal and marketing, and they are a well-oiled team and they're showing me the ropes. Um, We have an excellent board who I am working hand in hand with and um, uh, Tim Carl, the outgoing CEO. It was great to have about two and a half months of overlap with Tim. So he really got to, to show me the ropes. Um, so I am, it's difficult, but, you know, stepping away from lots of my projects and again, super lucky to have great teams there to, to take over working with our really great clients and um, coming up out of the public corporate bubble and looking across HGA to, you know, healthcare, um, arts, community, education, engineering. So getting a little bit of a broader view of what is going on um, across all the parts of our firm, which is super exciting for, you know, five offices in California and uh, two on the East Coast and four here in the Midwest. So it's really been a great um, chance to to stretch out and, and see what we're all doing, which is really my passion. How, how, how are we all interacting together? Yeah, you mentioned Tim. I know I've talked to him a number of times for years, and I think he was working pretty hands-on on the uh, American Swedish Institute expansion but but recall that accurately and i have to add that project because i'm 99.9 percent swedish so um (laughs) that that was another cool project that um you guys did that um yeah yeah were you involved in that one at all or no i really wasn't um other than you know getting to go to a couple tours and you know just being nearby people who were working on it but yeah what a great what a really fun project. And do you, do you go there much? I, I haven't been there in a while now, but I used to go there and I always enjoyed the, um, the visits and, um, yeah, it's kind of cool because you can, it, you can distinguish it between the new and the old and it's still kind of, it, it goes together well, but 
it's clear what right. you've got a new part and the historic part. And um, right. I, I, I think it, I, I think it, it works well. Um, Thank you. But yeah, and I guess to circle back a little bit, you, you mentioned the, um, I wonder if you could talk a little bit more about um, HGA as a company. I know you've been around for what, 70 years now as a company, yes. but you've been there half of that history. I have. Yep. Um, but tell us a little bit more about some of the areas of practice and where geographically you do your work and that kind of thing. You have offices, 13 offices, coast to coast. Right. Is that right? That's right. Yep. So, um, in the Bay Area of California, we have uh, San Jose, San Francisco, Oakland, and then not too far from there is Sacramento. So offices mm -hmm. in those four locations, uh, Los Angeles and San Diego. That takes care of California. Uh, here in the Midwest, uh, us here in Minneapolis, Rochester, Milwaukee, and our building performance group is in Madison, Wisconsin. They're a really great uh, growing uh, and technical energy efficiency group. We really like working with them. And then on the East Coast, uh, Boston, Alexandria, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. Okay. Is that 13? <laughs> Did I get them all? I wasn't counting, but it's not <laughs> right. They start to add up after a while. Yes. Um, so I guess just, you know, looking, looking ahead and just do you have any thoughts in general terms about the outlet outlook for uh, architecture and engineering firms in the coming year? Um, you know, in terms of, I guess if you could address your situation and, and, and maybe more broadly to kind of what the, uh, landscape looks like as far as backlog of projects and, um, future opportunities and things of that nature. I know there've been wow. some investments uh at both the state and national level that hopefully will um stimulate some construction and keep people busy but um do you have any general thoughts on that i uh, sure um you know i think uh, we're seeing a lot more uh well i'll just call it uh collaboration and uh, maybe a little bit of a silver lining of the pandemic is how much more Fluidly, we're working together across those 13 offices just by virtue of kind of equalizing and everybody, <laughs> the flattening of the of the Zoom screen and all of us working together. But uh, we're seeing a lot of um, uh, mixed projects between businesses, government, arts, education, healthcare, you know, kind of combining together. And the way we look at that is it really brings about exciting design um, opportunities for us. And and how are these projects coming to fruition in the current market? It's it's new and interesting and less um, rigid, I guess, as it used to be. So that's super exciting for us. And again, you know, working side by side with the engineers, we love to bring um, new and innovative ideas uh, combined with um, the demand on the engineering skills for projects like that. So that's super exciting as we look forward to the upcoming year. Again, across across offices and across disciplines and across building uses, combined building uses. That's what we're seeing a lot of. Mm -hmm. uh, we're also seeing a lot of um, out of the strategic adaptive reuse that you that you mentioned, um, and we feel like we can really help cities evolve to meet um, the current challenges and the incentivize incentivizing that the government programs are doing 
that you mentioned. Um, cities were, dare I say, struggling a tiny bit before the pandemic and and were hit hard then by the pandemic. So there is so much passion um, at HGA about this topic. How can we how can we help revitalize our cities? Um, starting right here in Minneapolis, um, HGA does have uh, a group that. Um, a group of researchers, researchers, a group that does research and is researchers. And we are excited to be working with the city of Minneapolis right now to help them discover who's coming downtown and how long they're staying and why, et cetera. We're asking these questions and then hoping to extend the research that we're doing here to all those other um, cities that our offices are in that I mentioned. Mm -hmm. So these are complex projects and we're, we're really looking to, you know, um, mm -hmm roll up our sleeves and dig in there with cities and help and, um, you know, building owners and developers and how do we, how do we work together to figure out what's going to work and then implement it. Okay. Um, I also wanted to, and I believe just to switch to another topic, you are, um, the first female CEO in the history of HGA. Is that correct? I, I believe so. Yes. <laughs> okay. And I know that, that, you have been, uh, I guess, active in um, issues of gender equity and uh, diversity, from what I understand. <laughs> um, can you tell me a little bit about that and um, you know, what some of the strategies are for um, making the industry more diverse? Yeah. So we uh, at HGA, we had kind of a grassroots um, push into equity. Oh, I don't know. Um, a decade ago, um, there was a lot of work done by the AIA and others kind of about the missing 32% or all the, all the things that pull women out of the profession, um, kids and <laughs> those darn kids. Um, and I guess that led to a really intense, uh, training at HGA, um, and, um, the push for equity being a part of our strategic plan. Um, so we, that led to a director of equity, Terry Howard, who works with us now on lots and lots of programs in-house to really push this along. And then I think, you know, it's, it's gender equity, but it is racial equity as well. And the pipeline, you know, into our profession is, is just really behind in this area and it's become glaringly important, but uh, you know, the, the whole industry is trying to get more organized on this. And, you know, I think we can hold ourselves accountable. And I think industry-wide, we're looking to hold ourselves accountable. You know, nationally, um, we join organizations like um, NOMA and the AIA Large Firm Roundtable, et cetera. And um, I think everybody's really feeling this responsibility. Uh, additionally, at each of our local offices that we that we talked about, you know, they're, they're diving in. Um, you know, where can they bring interns from? Um, here in Minneapolis, the um, Dunwoody's new program is is um, a place we like to draw from. And it's just, I think it's just a constant push on this. I mean, equity is just a, a living, breathing uh, part of HJ and woven into everything we do. And we're just not taking our, we're just not taking our eyes off of that. Um, you know, we're looking at how we promote our compensation in-house. Um, training for everyone, inclusive benefits. And, um, you know, once 
once you're once you're say you're in the door as a as an intern here at HJ, you know, what kind of opportunities, you know, can we find for you? Is it a is it a rich learning experience? Um, not to overwhelm, but just really giving the right size nuggets to um, you know, kind of inspire the way I was inspired. I mentioned the amount of variety and it and learning and it just kept coming. And so how do we give the right size assignments to, you know, keep you keep you interested and um nurture you, foster the foster the process along once you're once you're here. Yeah. And I think it's just the fact that we're talking about it now and totally we're seeing these efforts across the board in uh in terms of gender equity and diversity. I think that's important. And is that a big change from I mean, how's that compared to when you first came into the industry thirty five years oh. ago? Um Oh, totally, totally different. I was on HGA's board about eight, eight years ago, eight to 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. I was the only woman on there. I was the third woman on our board ever. And um, today, seven of the nine board members are women. Mm. So we've had a, we've had a big um, shift there. We go, <laughs> I used to go to meetings where I was the only woman, you know, on projects regularly. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's completely flipped now. So I think HJ is about 50% women. And, um, you know, back to that missing 32%, you know, the problem has been, has always been, okay, your firm might be 50% women, but what about at the leadership levels? So we've seen a lot of changes mm-hmm. um, lately in that area. So, excellent. You know, the, the, the more difficult question is, is the racial equity in, in our profession? right now. And that's the real, there's a lot of barriers to, I think the, I think the AIA and the large firm roundtable groups like that are really looking at how do we reduce these barriers? The starting salary, you know, after you've gone to all that, after you've taken in all that education is, is a bit low. And so I think when people are evaluating and looking at their prospects and what should I commit to and what should I invest in it, um, you know, the, it doesn't quite factor factor up to the to the to the reward that they're looking for right out of school. So it's um we got to work on that. I and mean, I think the AIA is is digging into that a bit. Mm-hmm. Well, it will great. Well, th- well, thanks uh thanks for that insight, uh, Maya. And I'm actually running out of specific questions, but um, <laughs> you've been. You've been generous with your time. I was wondering if there's anything else that you would like to talk about or um, address, um, you know, in terms of your new role or the 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 industry as a whole. Um, any parting well, thoughts before I let you go? Yeah. On? Um, on you know, I just glancing down at my notes. I think perhaps. Just looking at uh, 2024 and maybe something that is still worth talking about is um, how we're creating, how we and other firms are really creating a much stronger culture around um, sustainability goals. And I think um, back to the projects that are crossing all kinds of, um, that are totally interconnected and so many mixed uses, sustainability is is right up there and our uh, building performance group that I mentioned um, in Madison 
and the way that um, they can help, you know, um, looking at decarbonization and retro commissioning and how do we really um, tee up these buildings or tune up tune up these buildings to be as energy efficient as you can. And I think this is a major push for for HGA and um, most firms around the around the country. What we've really seen is where architects and engineers have wanted to go with sustainability for years, really seeing, you know, 90% of our clients now um, feeling the same way. So it's, it's taken a bit. And then our own, taking a look at our own footprint as well, are um, doing a yearly impact report, tracking our own carbon footprint, um, you know, putting it out there uh, publicly, um, how, we're, how we're hitting our own sustainability goals at HGA. So I, th- I think that's worth mentioning as well. That, that's about it. That's all I have. I'm glad, I'm glad you mentioned that because, you know, we started out this conversation by talking about how unseasonably warm it is here in June. Yeah. I'm not a climate scientist. I don't claim yeah. to be, but you think there's uh, something weirds going on with our weather. And, and so. Um, how can we help out with that? Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So keep up the good work. And, um, yeah, really enjoyed our conversation. I, and, uh, congrats again on the new role. Thank you so much, Brian. Take care. Have a great day. Okay. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.